0: Greetings to all sentient life forms in the universe. Welcome to Poetic Earthlings, a show that will provoke, inspire, and alter your perception. Remember to rate and review our show on Apple Podcast and other interstellar platforms. Here's your host from a remote location south of the 49th parallel. York Campbell. I had one measly can of tuna. So I went to the express lane that read ten items or less. The lady in front of me thought the rule did not apply to her as she unloaded her cart with an extra five items. I wanted to tell her something, but I'm too Canadian. So I swallowed the small act of injustice, paid for the overpriced can of tuna, and waited for the bus. A cigarette symbol with a red line in the middle was on the bus shelter. Same lady from the grocery store took out a fresh pack of candles, fished in her purse for a Rolling Stones lighter and had the nerve to blow smoke circles. She's probably new to this country or She may have a small mental disorder. Here I go again, making excuses for people. After minutes of breathing in her toxic fumes, the bus arrived. Lady flicked the cancer stick in the sewer. How classy. And bumped her way in front of the line. The vehicle was articulated, meaning it's almost the size of two buses. In the middle, it was held together by rubber and prayer. Say for instance, if the bus detaches, sending one half to glory and the other to hell. Thankfully, God is not that arbitrary. Everything is predestined, but that possesses, well, other complications. The bus driver was dressed in blue jeans and a hockey jersey. But it's not casual Friday. To complete the ensemble, he wore dark sunglasses, even though it's an overcast sky. Isn't anyone going to say anything? No, they sat still like obedient chickens. The driver could have a death wish, or I may be imagining all of this. I sat next to a man who had one too many Heinekens. One, too many tattoos and a long list of excuses. If I had it my way, I would sit next to the hot girl with the curls. She's right over there. But God makes it interesting by sending me curveballs and pack buses. Bus driver was calling out the stops. They used to do this in the 80s, before the GPS. He may have wanted to take us back to simpler times, but I doubt it. More than likely, the GPS is broken, such as every traveler on this bus, to the drunk resting on my shoulder, to the defiant shopper from the express lane. Bunch of heathens. They all need a shot of the gospel, but who am I to judge? The hot girl with the curls looks perfect. I'm sure I could find some dirt. Even the Mona Lisa has flaws. We are all collections of God's reflections. But we are tarnished and broken, weighed down by sin and misdirection. Beauty is covered in jars of clay. Drunk dude fell asleep on my shoulder. What's his story? Did he plan to drink himself silly? Skull tattoo on his right arm. Next arm is a heart. I attempted to interpret his tattoos like a soothsayer, but I was falling asleep. Sleeping on a bus could be dangerous. That's why I forced myself to stay awake. No telling what the driver would do. Despite my efforts, I started to drift. Bus tires squeeched. The drunk vomited in my lap. Left turn impacted the side of the bus. Glass and steel shattered. Bodies were picked up and thrown like a frisbee. The rubber coil connecting both sides of the bus dislodged. Drunk dude and the lady from the express lane was flown to the other side. My fingernails dug deep, trying to hold on. Sparks ignited and turned into flames. Bus drivers screamed, but it was cut short. Space, time, and reality folded inwards. Physical sensation was non-responsive. Then I realized I was dead. My spirit floated over the wreckage. There was no survivors. From a distance, I saw wings. It moved closer. A female form came into view. Her wings were black like a raven. Her eyes were as blue as the ocean. Her skin was smooth, bronze, and flawless, displaying every curvature of her naked body. Her eyes surveyed. Me from all directions. What is she? And where am I? Could she be an angel? She does not fit my definition. She resembles a Victoria's Secret runway model with wings. Excuse me? Who are you and why am I floating? She swooped around again. I responded in a foreign tongue. I don't understand. She stretched out her hand and touched my forehead. Instantly, a gold beam of light streamed from her fingertip, making everything clear, vivid, and translucent. All of your deeds have not been forgotten. Whatever you read, you now saw. Her arms stretched wide she cradled me close to her bosom. I felt secure. Below, on the freeway, was the carnage, the broken windows, and the sum of all fares. The connection to this world has ended. The toil of humanity severed. I was going to a land of no more tears. All of the memory verses, weekly tithing and volunteering in the soup kitchen, has granted me a one-way ticket to heaven. Other souls ascended from the wreckage and rested in suspended animation. Among them was the inconsiderate bitch that I met at the express lane, the drunk who vomited on my shirt, and the poor excuse for a bus driver who should have been blamed for the crash. The angelic being pointed to a train. It moved in silence, circling the moon, until it came to a complete stop. The train was jet black. I didn't see any windows or distinguishing marks. I leaned in closer to my angel, grateful that I'm not over there. Doors opened. The souls boarded the train, along with the drunk, the delinquent bus driver, and the lady from the express lane. In a heartbeat, it moved to the distant stars. I'm ready to go. Take me home. She responded by kissing me gently on the lips. We moved like an arrow. Her dark wings turned into a phoenix. Snippets of my life came into focus. Joys, sorrows, righteousness, regrets. Before I could examine one, it fluttered and a new one took its place. As far as I could see, my good deeds outweighed the bad. I have never been drunk, never smuggled too many items in the express lane. I always volunteered my time in the soup kitchen. Oh yeah, I already mentioned that. While others were getting busy at the club, I was in the front seat of God's house, singing hallelujahs, listening to Joel Olstein's sermons, getting lost in his book, Your Best Life Now. All of your deeds have not been forgotten. Whatever you reap, you now sow. Like Groot in the Guardians of the Galaxy, my angel had limited vocabulary. But I guess the afterlife goes beyond words. Far departure from the noise and the chatter of mortals with a Twitter account whose only interest is to become famous by their provocative statements. Light clouds parted, below was a city on a hill, mansions made of gemstones, a glass river intersecting This was perfection. Instead of landing, she continued to fly. When was she going to slow down? The dark, windowless train from earlier moved ahead of us and landed at a station. The bus driver, the drunk, the lady from the express lane was dressed in white, with a crown of diamonds on their heads. Why are they here? She paused gently flapped her wings and surveyed the question. Her mystic eyes peered into mine as if she were searching for something or someone. All of your deeds have not been forgotten. Whatever you reap, you now sow. Her tone was softer. A small tear rolled down the side of her beautiful face. She continued flying past the great city into a land of shadows. Clearly, she must have taken the wrong turn. I tithe every Sunday, give to special missions. I even volunteer my time in the soup kitchen. Dark screams pierced through the thick fog. Arms as long as trees reached out. My angel loosened her grip and dangled me like raw meat over the forest of a million arms. I screamed, demanded, and then pleaded for her to pull me up. It was all in vain. She let go. Before, I was swallowed by the forest of a thousand hands. I felt an elbow poking on my chest. Hey, bud, wake up. You're gonna miss your stop. The drunk guy said. I realized I was still on the bus. No scars. No scars no broken bones. I was alive, very much alive.